We are locked into this thing. We've done like, I don't know, four of these in a row now? On time? On schedule? This is a cold dog. We're back. We're back to it. And we're going to talk today about the thing that we always seem to talk about when it's me and Shiny. I mean, when you get right down to it, there's only two ties that bind us together. We are opposite in just about every other regard. It's true. (laughs) Aside from Alabama football and a deep-seated love of music. Um, no, we don't always agree, but a lot of the things we do agree on, we really agree on. Um, and somehow, you, Slippery Snake you, I can never find you in my Spotify feed because I'm here to tell you, Sean Majors, I am very serious about what people are listening tell to me, on Spotify. Tell ha- me, have you found me Have you found me today? I, I see that I'm following you, but you never pop up in my feed. I guess you're just not heavy enough. So... Of a user. So I, I I do know that my, so I, I've had two in my life, in my life, I've had two Spotify accounts. I had one that was strictly linked to my Facebook account that I signed up. That was my original account. And then I got tired of paying 10 bucks a month for it because I very rarely used it back when I was super, super heavy, heavy into Spotify. And so I, there was that deal that was like 99 cents for three or four months. And I'm like, done. So so I had yeah. to sign up for a new one. Maybe it's because it's not linked to Facebook. I don't know if that's the reason. I bet that's it. Because I just found a feature that allowed me to click all my friends that are on Spotify. This literally happened in real time, folks, right now. I clicked a button. And now everybody who I'm friends with that are on Spotify... I am now following you, and boy, am I here to tell you, judgment is about to come. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one, I had a friend of mine who, uh, at the same time as I was, was going through a, uh, let's call it a restructuring of marital status. Um, and, you know, we're two wrestling dudes, and... Rude, crude wrestling yeah, dudes. You know how, you especially know how I am. I'm not one to really go on about a lot of feeling type sure. stuff. That's just not a thing that I'm going to do. And, and he and I had sort of tiptoed around each other and in our own way been like, hey man, I certainly can relate to what you're going through. And you know, if you need something, you can tell me. But knowing good and well, neither of us are ever going to tell anybody anything. Um, but I was, I was, I guess I was packing, packing in my home. To move out, and I can't remember the like the one, two, three punch that came on my headphones while I was doing it. Um, but I, I had to warn. I was like, "Look, dude, um, I know we listen to some of the same stuff. Don't let this song here sneak up on you because <laughs> it will bring you down to China." What was it? <laughs> I, I don't remember. Um, I want to say, I want to say it was Willie Nelson, and I want to say it was probably something from Redheaded Stranger. That is what I believe. Okay. Um, it also, I, I seem to remember um, like Don Williams, good old boys, uh, doing a number on me and me warning him about that. 
And so one day I'm, I'm scrolling through my Spotify and I see that he is listening to a lot of Willie Nelson. And then it goes to like Patsy Klein. And then it goes, uh, it goes somewhere else to super, like there's a Johnny Paycheck song that'll just cut your fucking throat out <laughs> if you don't, if you're not careful. And so I text him and like, hey man, just want to let you know, you're going down a pretty dark road with this music. If you need something, holler at me. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. But you got to be careful, dude. You're getting, you're getting in dangerous territory. Oh yeah. And um, he, he didn't text me back for a while. And finally, I get a response back. He's like, wait, what? What? What is it What does it say I'm listening to? And I'm like, dude, it said you just went from bye, 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 bye. And he's like, oh, I had to go in my office and look. It was just on in there. <laughs> I listened to like On the Road Again yesterday, and it just made a playlist out of that. <laughs> I said, okay, because maybe I was here. I was here to hold you if that you That reminds me of like because... the, the story uh, like in the last year of like, a uh, like a, a, a Domino's uh, a location who saved a man's life because he didn't order his like daily pizza, so they checked on him and he was like choking on like probably pizza leftovers, um, probably pizza I guess. But, but like they were like, <laughs> oh man, they were like che- like checking into like his uh, activity or lack thereof sci- uh, cyber activity and. Had to act. You're a good. I'm ready you're a good to friend. say that I'm ready to say that if if my life is saved by my lack of a daily Domino's order, uh-huh. just let me go. <laughs> let me go into the mystic, Sean. If, <laughs> if that's the case, you got to let me I go mean, because I've gone deep in it and I got to go at that. Better point. that it was probably like a weekly thing, but you know, for for purposes of this uh, <laughs> daily, but still better than Pizza Hut and Papa John's. And Little Caesars. Bullshit, And Ralph. Little Caesars. Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut, king of, of cheap pizza. <sighs> hey, they, they got me through a lot of hard times. <laughs> I am, I am, <laughs> I am kind of, and getting you into, into some hard times right now. Tell me about so, it. So, I, I, I'm kind of disappointed that you can't see my shit, because... Are you though? Are you really disappointed? Well, I mean, it, it's been a while <laughs> since Cold Dog Soup presents that's discussing has given us one of one of a uh, Sean's Sean's shit. But <clears throat> um, so going through my playlists, I have Wayne, which is Lil Wayne, Waits, which is Tom Waits. What year is this? Talking Heads. <laughs> Is, are people still listening to Lil Wayne? Is that still happening? Uh, also, absolutely. Uh, how about be just Wayne at this point? You're old enough now to just be Wayne. <laughs> uh, Talking Heads better than Ezra, which I think has the most songs on it. Uh, no, that's Bob Dylan. Uh, <laughs> ch- childish get. Wait a minute! Wait! 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 How does Better Than Ezra have the most songs on it? I know their catalog is not the most extensive. So, I'm not lying. I was pretty picky. I got 38 Better Than Ezra songs that I'll listen to any... You're telling me that there are 38 Better Than Ezra songs? Oh, shit, yeah. Bullshit, Hang on, hang on. Go to Artist. Go to Artist. (laughs) Go to Radio. No, man. They they have like seven or eight albums. That's six to me. (laughs) They're touring... Like two of the day. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, okay. Got another shocking thing. Just learned. There's a black guy in Better Than Ezra. No. Ew! Bullshit! Ew, no! <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, what, what are you looking at right now? I'm looking at Spotify. I have typed in Better Than Ezra okay. into my search engine. Yeah. And I've clicked on Better Than Ezra. A, a picture of the current members of the band has popped mm-hmm. up. And there's a black guy. In. I think that's Darius Rucker, probably. That's... It looks like it looks like Tony Todd's son. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll I'll have to investigate. If you really want to uh, really piss yourself off, uh, you YouTube YouTube uh, better than Ezra's live cover in an acoustic setting of Feel Good Incorporated by the Gorillas. God. That would be my didn't order Domino's. I'm <laughs> um, the uh, 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 Kevin Reynolds, I think, is the lead singer's name. Uh, he does both the. Uh, I think you mean Latrarius. <laughs> <laughs> he does both the uh, rapping and uh, Damon Albon. Albon, album, the the guy from Blur. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some. Some deep investigation on who this <laughs> is in better than quick because this has shocked me. Tonight. Bump, bump <laughs> this mean. to the top of your priority list. Uh, I have really. Is. I have Rilo Kylie. Oh, Blink one eighty two for some See, reason. This is why you you shouldn't want me seeing what you're doing. Uh, better than Ezra will be here on November fifteenth, buddy. If you want to come up, check out City Winery. Okay. Um. Apparently they're touring. They're touring off their 2014 release altogether. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What are your feelings about me just coming up on Wednesday, November seventh, and staying there for a week? Yeah, come on up. Come on up. Sounds great. Let's let's book in this for better than Ezra shows. Uh, I have a 159 song playlist of Bob Dylan. All right. I, there's clearly nothing I can say about that. Uh, 67 songs, uh, Drive By Truckers, which includes Jason Isbell. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's going to that's gonna pass the smell test. I have a five-song playlist called Soft Dudes, and that... <laughs> and... and uh, first of all, I need that renamed to Gullible. <laughs> Um, it's clearly something that, like, I wanted to listen to, I, like, these were songs that were in my head all at the same time, and I really just wanted to, like, listen to them on a car ride, like, the next morning, so I just made a playlist of them. Uh, two Sam Smith songs, Stay With Me and I'm Not the Only One. Two Justin Bieber songs, Sorry and Love Yourself. And then Take Me to Church by Hosier. You are awful. Or just <laughs> awful. You have you know, you know what's odd is you have the same musical taste as my four year old son. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. I'm not, uh, Except for you listen to a lot less Joy Division. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fact. <laughs> that is a stone cold. I got to tell you, man. I think podcasts like have cut down on my music consumption. 95 percent you can't man you cannot you can't fall in that trap but like you gotta get out of that thing because guess what even though we do a lot of podcasts and i want people to listen to them they're pretty much all the same except for these we're the only we're the only screaming voices in this in this npr world we're the only (laughs) ones shocking our jocks it's true we're the only ones Everybody else is just doing the same and the, thing. Oh, here's Casper Mattress. <laughs> uh, Square, Seriously, Casper, holler at Squarespace, where are you at? 
Fuckingstamps.com. Where do you go get stamps? Not the post office. <laughs> stamps.com. What that mouth do? <laughs> what? Um. <laughs> Here's the thing, and I, I, I a trillion percent agree with you. I'm not saying it's right because, like, there are times where. I'm like, oh, I haven't heard Odeed in Denver by Hank Williams Jr. in like two years. And that's because I just listen to podcasts all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Odeed in Denver by I Hank Williams Jr. is a fucking fantastic song. Is a fantastic <laughs> He switches to... Without question. He, the, the song is Odeed in Denver, and I just can't remember her name. And then to wrap up the song, he says, kind of Odeed it in Denver. Just can't remember her name. <laughs> I'm here to tell you a little something about Bo Cephas. Mm-hmm. Once you get past all the horse, yeah, shit, and he there's a lot of horse, and shit there's a lot of, of horse shit to get through. Yeah. There's a lot of it. Well, we had a, we had a black president, you know. Yeah, but there's some good ass jams mm-hmm. down underneath there, um, and not gonna lie. I kind of dug keep the change. I thought it was, I thought it was terrible, but yeah. it made me laugh. Yeah. And that is one thing I will always appreciate a country song for. For sure, accidental racist, you have my vote. <laughs> <laughs> when he said, when that motherfucker said, "And keep the change," how about ESPN? Why don't we boycott them? I'm like Hank. You ain't boycotting ESPN ever because you for the tide. So that's issue number one. <laughs> also, like, I can't imagine. I mean, what, what was the, what was, it, what's, what was Monday Night Football on when he had that song, ABC or NBC? It was ABC. Yeah. Which, and then, and then ESPN. Which was so ESPN. ESPN got yeah. him. Yeah. Once it moved, well, once it moved to ESPN was when he got in the trouble for, I don't remember what he said. Whatever he said, some dumb um, bullshit. He got in trouble for that. Yeah, sure. But God damn, I, there was many days I'd just be sitting at work going, "You keep, I'll keep the USA. Y'all can keep the time." So let, let me let me ask you this, Hank Junior. You got so me. you are you know we talked uh, I think two weeks ago about unironically liking Jimmy Buffett or three weeks ago I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. There, you, I have known you as a person who, if a song's silly, it doesn't matter. If you like it, you like it. And it, it like it, I like and, it. And I mean, if, if the, like, uh, what's the, and I rub them, and I blah blah and I, Freak of the Week. Freak of the, the Week? The, by Ron Jeremy and DJ Polo? Freak of the Week song, not going to win any Grammys. Uh, should have, of course. But, like, the thing is, if... You, you have been known to like both actually good songs that, that are solidly uh, musically and lyrically written and silly songs that are just fun to listen mm-hmm. to. And, of course, like we uh, talked about with the Jimmy Buffett episode, um, getting past Margaritaville and getting to Come Monday. Yeah. So with that said, I mean... Hank, Hank Williams Jr. has Odin Vendor. Uh, he, he has a lot of uh, very, very good songs. He also has the Monday Night Football song and Keep the Change and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Where does, yeah. in, in, in your... Family tradition. My que- <laughs> in family tradition. My, my question is this, after this very long, very long setup. 
Where does Toby Keith stand in your like n- like Toby Keith is not Trace Adkins get get your game on. That is that is a Hankins having fun liking the song. Where, where does Toby Keith stand? Where Toby Keith got so big with his like three to four to five to six to seven songs that just like co-opted uh, popular phrases from like three years prior. Like, uh, how do you like me yep. now? Um, all the all that shit. We'll put a boot in your ass. So, like, I'll. If you can give me one song that I, I can point to and say is good, I'll give you a lot of leeway. Yeah. He did not pull that trick. Agreed. Off. Agreed. Um, and and I'll I'll say this. I think I was in the audience the first time um, the boot up your ass the American way, whatever that is called. The first time he played that live, I think I was in the audience. Um, I think it was at the CMT Flameworthy Awards, you know, <laughs> shortly after 9-11. Yeah. So if Wait. if I wasn't gonna like that song in that scenario, and then I saw I saw him do it a week later at a wrestling show. All these things happened, and I still don't fuck with Toby Keith. So there there is a there is a level of like I'll let you be silly if you've if you've given me something else, like I said, and like there has to be some authenticity to it, and I find nothing authentic about what he's doing. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely agreed. And and there was some like Except for when the Statue of Liberty started shaking her fist. <laughs> just the, I mean because I had I'm a way friend of mine that. who used to say a friend of mine used to say, Can you just imagine the sound of that damn concrete and bolts <laughs> snapping? <laughs> I think that's I think that's in the deleted scenes for Ghostbusters too. <laughs> it should be. It absolutely should when, be. When <laughs> when Jackie Wilson's higher and higher is playing. Oh fuck! That's a good soundtrack. <laughs> fuck! That's a good soundtrack. It's a good soundtrack. As long as you get past it, is a good Boingo, Boingo, Flesh and Blood. Um, Toby Keith. Toby Keith had. Um, oh God! What it, uh, did he do? Something with Willie Nelson? Is that the beer for my horses? That's whiskey for my. Is, man, is I I horses, yeah. I didn't pay attention to any of that. Is that that's a bad song? It is less bad. Yeah. Than some of the others, but it's not good. Um, it's, it's not good just because Willie Nelson showed yeah. up doesn't doesn't give it any credence either. That dude's high all the time. <laughs> Willie Nelson has a song that I often forget that I love. Let me think. Give me just a second. It's about cowboys are frequently secretly fond of each other, which is fucking dope as shit. <laughs> I think I've. I don't think it's his song. Um, I think it's, I don't know if it's Kinky Friedman or, or one of those yeah. sort of uh, Texas comedian kind of thing, but it is great. And man, I hadn't heard that in forever and I'm going to be searching for it right now. Yeah, I think I've, I think I've heard that before. I used to know how to play it's that song. definitely not Willie Nelson, but I, I, I know I've. But it is his, it is his version yeah. that I know. And that, that's, that's another thing. Like, I, um, Willie Nelson is a is a one of many 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 musicians that I never really like. I know I know he's got some great fucking deep cuts, but I never took the time to actually get into it. If there is one, you get again, you get lost in on the on the road again, and it, you get you think, oh, okay, that's what he is, like um, Johnny Cash. Um, <sighs> I mean Hank Williams Hank Williams Hank Williams Jr are are all are are 
both uh, uh, musicians that I never really got into deep cuts. Hank Williams the third. Now he had a single in the late nineties called "Should Have Asked Her Faster," and <laughs> he did. He did. And I think that's fucking fantastic. Uh, can't uh, fist fight fuck is a tight ass <laughs> Hank three jam oh, shit. <laughs> really. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, I I think that uh, so what are what are some musicians that that you would recommend that I and everybody listening here today in God's America? Because <laughs> you don't mess around with God's America. <laughs> I mean, like get uh, involved with Willie Nelson specifically. I don't know if I can name five records I like better than you know the twenty eight twenty nine minutes of Redheaded Stranger. It is, yeah. it is without question. I'll argue anybody on this point, and I, I'm going to be very redheaded. Stranger about this. is, is twenty eight, twenty nine minutes. Yeah, yeah. It is the greatest country album of all time. That I say that that way because country, in its best country, in its in its uh, at its golden years was comprised of singles and just, you know, things that people would throw together for assorted uh, assorted releases, but they were not albums. Fucking Red-Headed Stranger is not only an album, it's a concept album. It tells a tight, interesting story in about a half an hour. And it is truly amazing. It's one of my favorite records ever, and I listen to it all the time. I never knew it was um, so short. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Willie ain't got time to be fucking around. And hell... At least one of those songs is an instrumental. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's got. <laughs> you could fit like one point three Jethro Tull songs on, on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think because I knew the version I had was like uh, some souped-up version, um, but the the 15 song regular release of Redheaded Stranger is 33 minutes. 15 songs. 33 minutes. Willie's here to get you in and get you, you out wow. and get you on the road again. Nice, um, nice, 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 nice. Yeah, I feel the same um, way about like, Weezer's Green Album. Yeah, I know. I know, <laughs> you do, I know you do. I know you love to rock. I know you love rocking. Um, Should have been rocking. Guy Clark. Uh, you know, I've liked a lot of musicians. Um, fortunately... The people that are dead that I really liked were already dead when I got into them. Yeah. I have not had to suffer through many, uh, many musician deaths. Um, like, uh, and then you had the Bowie, Prince, Haggard thing that happened all right together. Yeah. Guy Clark died soon <laughs> after that. Guy Clark's the first dude that I didn't know that I cried for when he died. Yeah. At work. Just not a, not a crazy, ugh, but just I could not stop the fucking tears from coming because man, do I love me some guy Clark. Yeah. Henceforth, the name of this podcast. Name of this podcast, um, and uh, you know the for me it was I, uh, I think Tom Petty, which yeah, is like episode yeah, two yeah, or three which of we did uh, was very raw on this podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guy Clark. You, if you don't listen to a lot of guy Clark, you're making a mistake. You're just out and out fucking. Right what is what um, is a good starter pack? A Guy Clark Clark starter pack that doesn't include um, old number one. Oddly enough, old number one is is the record to listen to. Um, 
because it is just great. Um, there is no, whew, there's certainly no song I've played more on guitar than Dublin Blues. Just not one. Yeah. There, I've played that more than any other song okay. ever. Okay. Okay. Um, and, you know, there's nothing like being in Austin, Texas and listening to that fucking song and eating at a chili, eating at the chili parlor every night. Mm. Um, there's just, oh God, it's so good. Dublin Blues, Black Diamond Strings, um, The Cape. But, like, Guy has, um, he has, like, five to six different kinds of songs that he's going to do. But he's going to do them as good as any have ever been done. I'm here to tell you right now, if you've got a father that died, there is no better song for you than the Randall Knife. Mm. It is perfect. It is a perfect song. Um, Let Him Roll is essentially, and as a matter of fact, I heard him say this one night. Like He had just played, I think he had just played Let Him Roll at this show that I was seeing him at. A very small, small place. And uh, some guy in the crowd, and he was openly taking requests, and somebody yelled out, Randall Knife! And guy, and he was always surly and gruff and like his hip <laughs> hurt when he was older. Just, just, he's everything you want him to be. And he goes, Randall Knife! And guy goes, Come on, man, they're basically the same song. <laughs> is that the one that's. We'll get to it. Is dude. that the one that's like, my, my father died when I was 40 and I couldn't find a way to cry? Yes. Okay. I, I think I think I've actually heard that song, and yeah, I know um, nothing about Desperado's waiting for a train is another dead dad song that is great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I knew that version from the Highway. I'll tell you, that's another record that um, this the the Highwaymen record, which is J- Waylon, Johnny Cash, Chris Christopherson, and Willie Nelson. Um, the production on it, like not, uh, it's not the best produced album. Um, it feels like, it feels like me, you and free book some studio time and said, let's just bang out some songs. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's got that feel to it cause they're not super deep, but there's some shit on there that's just great. Their version of Desperado's Wait for the Train is the one I knew. Um, but yeah, those are two right there that you can't even start. You can't listen to shit else. I better not catch you listening to fucking, uh, Bad Baby, if you don't know those two artists. I'm definitely, I'm definitely telling you, I will never listen to Bad Baby, but... <clears throat> well, you're making a mistake, buddy. I'm just saying, you got their stair steps. Melanie Martinez, <laughs> absolutely. Somebody named Brian Shane Luter, who I'm apparently friends with, is listening to This Is Weezer, Beach Boys by Weezer, right now, mm-hmm. as we speak. So, when... I Stephen Williams, of this podcast fame, mm-hmm. is somehow listening to... Ratatouille main theme from the original motion picture soundtrack, Ratatouille. Well, he's he's having sex to that. There's no other. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! There's no other <laughs> explanation. Um, <clears throat> yeah, let's see what uh, uh, a lot of Kate Nash, a lot of Ultra Whale. Ooh, Iron and Wine, kiss each other clean. Oh come on, Kathleen Edwards' failure. The entire that. album. I tried to listen to Eminem's Kamikaze and then turn it off halfway through the first song. Dude, so let's yeah, let's give. Me, I hadn't listened to an Eminem record since. It's it's really sad because he tried the Marshall Mathers LP, um, covered on. And I don't have I I don't have a lot of opinions on it to be quite frank. Yeah. 
I just know when I listen to it now, it sounds incredibly dated. So he came out with the uh, Rap God, which was impressive because he rapped really f- quickly. It like broke it True. broke the record for most most syllables or most words, <laughs> like because that's what we all want in our music is. Can we get this faster? <laughs> songs that I can't sing along to or understand. Um, it's impressive. It is impressive, <clears throat> but. Sure. He's got great cardio. I'll give you that. So he has, he came out with this album and he dropped it in the same manner in which Beyonce did Lemonade. It was just surprise. Mm -hmm. And I think he and his production company or whoever, the label, whatever, just assumed it was going to break the world. Uh, People stopped talking about it after two days. People are like, <laughs> people are still fucking talking about lemonade because you can't fucking download it anywhere but goddamn title. Um, <laughs> but like, it's weird because like the album cover of the album's name is Kamikaze, and the cover is very reminiscent of uh, Beastie Boys' "License to it's License to Ill." Yeah, and yeah. I. At first I thought, oh, that's a nod to the Beastie Boys and maybe he's trying to get back to like his roots or maybe get back to like his rap the, roots, the yeah. or or maybe like maybe he's trying something where he did those two awful weird reggae rap albums. Like maybe he's trying to do like Brooklyn like uh root down uh type songs. No, I I think they just hired the same guy who did License to Ill 30 years ago and they just put a plane on it. Because it's a comic, the album's called Kamikaze. I listened to, I, I'm, I, I lied. Not, I li- not a Japanese plane either, is it? It is not. It is, it looks like, like a 747. Um, mm-hmm. but it's, mm-hmm. I listened to like two, I, I lied. I listened to two, one and a half songs. And I'm just like, okay, well, I'm just going to go back to podcasts now. I guess because, <laughs> because that's the thing. The, the conversation that, that we had on, on, on this episode where you're saying you gotta, you gotta mix in more music with podcasts, especially when you're in the car, etc. This is a conversation I think we actually, we've had before on this show and that is always in my mind. So I actually do try to like mix in more music. And the thought that I had when I was listening to Eminem's new album was if I'm going to listen to music, if I'm going to quote unquote force myself, listen to music, then I'm not going to do this. Like if, especially if I'm going to discover new music, I'm not going to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to Jason Isbell's record for the second time. Yeah. Uh, I saw that, you know, once it dropped, there was the machine gun Kelly thing. And I said, mm. all right, I'm all now. I do have a weakness for it. That's it. That is another thing for a hot. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off. That's another thing. Is it, are you though? Is <laughs> Is it is it is it like by chance that all this happened right when he dropped the album? I don't know. Like I, I honestly, it would it would make me feel better if it all was a work. I would love I think to is. think that the white boys and rap were working together. I would love that to be true. But everything I've seen of rappers tells me they are incapable of that kind of thing. Also, like that just never like 
people never get to get, get it in their heads. Like, let's just stir up some <laughs> shit because later somebody will get shot over this. Yeah. By the way, uh, not not any not, neither of these two, but two dudes from the various crews. Up until last week, I thought Machine Gun Kelly was like a emo, like a, a white emo uh, punk rock band. Well, you know the uh, the lines are blurred. Blurred lines. Robin Thicke really kicked the door down for all. So of them true. When he blurred so the true. Lines. Brought us Emily. But like the Machine Gun Kelly, his uh, his rebuttal. First of all, the fact that Eminem. I understand that that's Eminem's gimmick. That he comes out and he's always swinging. But dude, you are the top of the food chain, so you're always going to be punching down if you start. Yeah. Exactly. And right now... And the Machine Gun Kelly shit, quite frankly, was a much better diss track than anything he did that I heard on Kamikaze. And honestly, right now, like, dude, you you are... Like, when he started, he got on Dr. Dre's label, who hadn't put out a fucking record in, like, 13 years. And Eminem could not put out Eminem could go the next 13 years without putting out a record and he could still be Eminem. He could still have like that yep. status. He didn't have to do rap god, yep. he didn't have to do anything like yep. he he the only thing that could stop him from being Eminem is punching is being, down. That's him. Punching, punching down. Punching down. And that's man. what in the in the Machine Gun Kelly song is like you're the fucking Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I, I bow down to you. I genuflect to you. But now you're just an old sober dude screaming into the mic, and it's bullshit. I agree. And it was bullshit. Um, you can't punch down, man. Never. You never punch down. Now, if if some of those cats, and I, the the fact that all this shit seems to start on Twitter or Instagram these days is infuriating, um, because what these rappers can't see the work of it all. And again, I hope it is a work. I hope that it's all a. I don't see how it's not. Says, I'm going to get mad at you. I don't. I hope so. I hope it is, but I don't think. If it it's is. on Instagram and Twitter, because like, they never capitalize off of it. I mean, you know, we, we we live in a we live in a world where the the leader of the free world is in charge of his own Twitter account. Um, but yeah. I still would believe that multi billionaire rappers are. Not in like have 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 a handler for that. Sure, it, it wouldn't. It would not now, if especially if you're sober. Although the president's the sober MG, too, so yeah. That the MGK publicist and the Eminem publicist got together yeah. and said, "What can we do? Can can we rub the noses of these two pit bulls together and get them to bite each other a little bit and then pull them back That's, before it gets too serious?" That I would believe. That, Absolutely, a hundred percent. Did did uh, does this honest? I I have not even bothered to read anything about it. I I listened to thirty seconds of Machine Gun Kelly's thing uh, thing, and I thought it was good. Like the look, you're old, you don't have to do anything. You're screaming into Mike, whatever. Um, did this have? Did this start with something about his daughter, Eminem's daughter? It started from what I can. From my research tells me it started <laughs> with. Machine Gun Kelly saying something to Haley on Twitter about her dad and him being angered by that. And then him in real life being called and told to apologize by, you know, heavyweights in the industry. Wow. Okay. So that is the story that as I've, 
as I've read it and as I've heard from the anecdotal evidence presented by Machine Gun Kelly in his diss track. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I'm sure I misused wow. Like, whatever. Who cares? What a dumb beef. What a dumbass beef to have. Yeah. What- Especially with an ageless man. The other problem was with Eminem is he didn't age into looking older. Yeah. <laughs> he just looks like the same dude who put on like a beard, uh, a fake beard. That's a problem. Like, if this was grizzled old Eminem, you know, fighting out from under the onslaught of young rappers trying to take what's his, that's something. That's Rocky Six. But this, he looks just like the dude from 8 Mile, so it's like, what are you doing? I mean, I I just don't understand, like, long, long, like, gone are the days when, like, Tupac and Biggie are friends in New York, and, and Pac used to allow Biggie to come on stage and rap with them. And then, like... Beg a bitch to let you sleep in the house. (laughs) And then it just all goes to shit. Now it's, like, a 49-year-old... Like, I have no idea. (laughs) Like, I I assume... Like, I'm not ready to call Eminem 50. But let's let's see. Mm. He's not young. He's 45. He is 45. Ooh, we got... A dude with bad knees cannot be out here dissing kids. <laughs> he turns 46 in three weeks. And I have a new rule for rap. And by the way, when you, if you have had a prostate exam, <laughs> this time is over. And Machine Gun Kelly is 28. Machine Gun Kelly was born after uh, uh, Rocky Maivia was Dwayne, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> Uh, had completed his college football career at the University of Miami. <laughs> I'm here to tell you, Machine Gun Kelly's almost too old for this shit. This is a young man's game. I equate rappers and feuds with the uh, lifespan of running backs in the NFL. If you are 28, you're not wrong. Um, if, if you're, unless you're Larry Johnson, Priest Holmes, or Sean Alexander, get the fuck or LT, get the fuck out of the league. You gotta be getting together, boys. It is time for some super grouping. That's what, like, that's Ooh. the other thing is you. They're missing, like, classic hip hop. Yeah, is saving terrestrial radio right now. Really, the only thing that really is. Oh yeah, yeah. Now that's sort of a you know that's a stat that they trot out and they say it's the fastest growing, but just because it's an essentially a new medium, it's a new market. But like, those are successful radio stations. If you start flipping around your dial anywhere in this country, you're gonna go. Country music, country music, uh, a Spanish-speaking channel, mm-hmm. a talk sports channel, and then a classic hip-hop channel, and then wash, rinse, repeat. That's th- there is no new rock station. Doesn't exist. Well, that's good. Um, so, so these cats, so these cats need to be getting together. Hey, Fifty Cent. Hey, Eminem. Let's get out here and do something. Let's go make go make you some money. The other problem is, if it is all the work, then. Tell they me failed. that Machine Gun Kelly is going to be on the Madison Square Garden show with Eminem, and they're going to have a fucking live freestyle battle. Exactly, yeah. And tell me that the <laughs> tickets are $700 a piece, and you just see how many... How, you won't be able to find a bottle of peroxide in the <laughs> state of New York if that goes down. So, so that's the thing. Like, I... I criticize people who... In my life, I I try to remain consistent, certainly in my outrage. I, I make fun of... 
<laughs> I I make fun of people who see uh, who only look at like conservative news on Twitter and see people burning their Nike shoes after they've already spent ninety nine dollars on them and uh, and <clears throat> seeing news that Nike's uh, gonna lose so much money because of this boycott and then seeing actual news that their stock jumped 31%, which is fucking insane for a company like Nike. Yep. Um, and that they had their most successful quarter in in the company's history. So I criticize people who don't see both sides of that. But with this stuff, I assume no one's made money off of this Eminem Machine Gun Kelly thing, MGK thing. But I, I haven't done any fucking I, research. It's hard because music, I don't even, I don't know how people even make money in music anymore. I thought, this was the saddest part. Well, that's it. It's um, it's what you said. It's touring. So they need to. Yeah. They need. Get out. Shake and bake. That's how you make your money. Pimp C told us that a long time ago. I make most of my cheese off production and shows. That's what he told us. I learned it from, um, I learned it from TLC, which is, is a lot less hard, but whatever. <laughs> but like, there was a graphic. That was that was the the album cover you mentioned, the essentially licensed to ill two, uh, slightly less ill, um, <laughs> licensed to Illinois, slightly less ill, more angry, um, and it, it it had like all these reviews, uh, like negative reviews that people had posted, and then it showed the the sales figures at the bottom, and you know it's like ah number one in sales blah 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 blah, and then it showed like shipped 400,000 units in week one. I'm like, dude, that is not something to fucking brag about. No, it's about. not. I mean, <laughs> the Marshall Mathers LP probably shipped like 2 million in its first week. And, <laughs> um, and that is there not a is a little bit of adjustment in the same way TV, like, you know, 25 million was a good rating 25 years ago. Now it's like, you know, Walking Dead's going to get a 4.9 when it premieres in a couple weeks, and that's going to be a coup. But yeah, but it's still that's just that's still a lessening. Oh yeah, for sure, a- absolutely. You know what I mean? Like it's still the num- that number is still down. Um, just don't bring it up. Say you're number one in sales. Do not start talking unit numbers because they are embarrassing. You, my friend, would be a good uh, copy editor in uh, the political world. <laughs> well, I'm a wrestling promoter, and it's the same principle. Yes, sir. <laughs> you say yes, it is. you say the building was sold out, not we sold seventy five tickets. Exactly. That's what exactly. <laughs> to a sold out crowd. Yes, standing room only. Uh, um, number one in sales. Eminem, just call us. Just give us a call, buddy. We can get this thing back on track for you. Um, or I'm going to get you into some age appropriate clothes. That's the first <laughs> thing I'm do. What are age appropriate clothes for Eminem? Forty five year old Eminem. Um, I I, I think it's just Doctor Dre. I gotta put him in a suit. It's just, oh, yeah. I don't know, man. So, like, here's the thing. Or athletic gear. I could put him in some. He can. He can wear. He can wear some athletic gear if he wants to. But it can't be a hoodie and jeans. He's got to dress. He's got to be dressed like he's either going to uh, a Sunday morning grocery shop. Yeah. T- or he just got back from the gym. Tight t-shirt. Yeah. Some jeans. Yeah. Yeah. I. He. He can't do a suit. Skinny dudes that skinny don't look good in suits. You're not wrong. You know what uh, Mike Cooley told us a long time ago. <laughs> Skeletons. Ain't got nowhere to put their money. Nobody makes britches that size. And if I'm quoting Mike Cooley, 
That means it ain't going to get no better than this. <laughs> it's time to this wrap it up. This has been Cold Dog Soup Presents. That's disgusting. <laughs>